0: You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice.
1: We are back. Hey, guys. We are back for episode 49. One away from 50. Can't believe it. That's a major milestone because yeah. who would have thought? Yeah. Accusing Marvin Sapp. Never would have made it.
0: Exactly. Literally. Exactly. So we're just gonna jump right into the episode. First, we're gonna get started with some positive news. Yes. Um, Beyonce has partnered with Adidas. I know it was, you know, put out in the media that Adidas was partnering with Beyonce, but you know, it's Beyonce. So
1: right. We know which way it goes.
0: Exactly. But we also love the fact that we heard um, from a direct source that um, you know Reebok approached Beyonce about it, and they did their whole pitch deck, and Beyonce was like, "Is this the team that will be working?" on my project, and they said yes, and she said, it doesn't look like me or the people who will be buying this stuff from me. So she turned down Reebok for a lack of diversity, and I think that's the type of advocacy we need. Listen,
1: insert clapping emoji for Beyonce because that is the type of representation that we need in these rooms when people are making deals. You need to make sure you look around and, you know, they look at least somewhat like you, at least a couple people like you. Like, you know, things have to make sense. And if we're really going to lift as we climb, we need to ensure that, you know, we're lifting up everyone, not just, you know, people in the higher-up office. And this this could apply to any job that you work at. Yeah. I mean, some of us are not in the place to, you know, make these decisions. Like but for yeah, those who did. can. But for, yeah. For those you know who I'm can, it's important.
0: Exactly. And especially it, it gets increasingly important when we talk about, like... You know, bad things happen and people are like, well, who okayed that? There was no black people in the room to say that's not okay. Right. You know, so we know that there's black people in the room that, you know, can shut the nonsense down if it does come up. Right. And
1: ensuring that there is, like, it's our responsibility to help each other because not everyone is going to do it for us. Yeah. If I'm in the place where I can make executive calls like this, I damn sure will because mm-hmm. Beyonce that was a boss ass move, and we're just so appreciative. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so we just want to circle back for a second because I know last episode was all about Jesse. Sm- well, a third of it was about <laughs> Jesse Smollett, and you know I think both of us stand true on where we felt in our opinions, but we just want to acknowledge the fact that he is out. And the case has been dropped and closed,
1: and so we're not gonna we're gonna pretend like you know it's still
0: not fishy, like we're just no that shit's still fishy. I don't care. I don't care what nobody. I don't care what the court say. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also not saying like entirely it's on one party or the other. What I'm saying is the shit don't sound like he just you know what he said. It sounded like, but you know I'm not a judge or a prosecutor or a lawyer or none of that. I just know what what I feel on the inside.
1: I just, I really honestly think, like, the way it all went down is just too much because they signed, sealed, and closed this case overnight. Yeah. No one could get into it. Chicago PD did a press conference, and they were just, like, confused. That's why their restitution is so high. $130,000 they want him to pay um, for their time that they put into it. But um, obviously, he knows people in higher places because when he did his press conference, it was like he was accepting an Oscar. mm He was up there, like, thank you to my fans and, like, a a fake tear job and everything. I just feel like, okay, so where's the truth? You can't have, like, that public of a, a, a quote-unquote, trial or, quote-unquote, hate crime, like, and no one, like, we're just supposed to forget about it. Like, something happened. And if something happened to you, you should, you know, speak out about it. Like, and if it didn't happen to you, you need to own up to the fact that you did this and you just want to move on with your life, which is fine. Yeah. Because... We're, I mean players mess it.
0: up too so that was a mistake I don't know just we feel how we feel about it but you know he's out and yeah I'm glad he's not in jail like yeah I couldn't imagine
1: I mean it wasn't worth jail time
0: yeah no especially when people do way worse things, things and get and way less thing. you know right, way less um, right. like reprimand
1: he needs to be held accountable Yeah, period
0: but anyways yeah closing off the news with with a sad bit of information and then we're gonna jump back into it for our goddess, call, uh, goddess talk talk. But um, we want to recognize um, the death of Nipsey Hussle, a very, very sad event that took place. Uh, he meant a lot to a lot of people. I was a fan of his music personally. Um, and through his death, I knew a little bit about, you know, the way he was impacting his community. But definitely through his death, I learned a lot more. Right. Um, and it's sad to see someone who cared so much and loved his people so much. And, you know, his only goal was to educate and lift. Um, and he was gunned down. Uh, with senseless violence
1: right RIP Nipsey this is just sad all around but like Jordan said we're gonna touch on it definitely in our goddess chat today so yeah yeah
0: all right so our affirmation today is when I focus on and I'm sorry I can't read and I think I wrote this down wrong (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when I focus on my inner light I see the world through the lens of love Mm. That was a good one. Shanice actually picked that yeah, one today. Why did this one resonate with you? So it's
1: the, it was the third one I picked. So let me not pretend like I just picked it up and it just connected. But right away, like it just makes me think about the fact that whatever you put into this world mm-hmm. is what you will receive. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a really really powerful tweet on Instagram last week, and it was like. Be careful what you say because your spirit can't tell the difference. And sometimes people say really negative things about themselves unintentionally. Like, I'm not good at this or I can't do that or that's ugly on me. Like, all those things your spirit doesn't know Mm -hmm. which one is the truth and which one is a lie. So when you're praying hard every day... Every night and, and then, then you're talking day, about yourself talk- out loud as exactly. in a negative way.
0: You know it's crazy because remember we were just at brunch and someone complimented yeah. my skin and I was like, Oh my god, girl, I'm having a breakout right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And instead of like focusing on the good thing that she said, right. I immediately found a way to counter it with something negative. Right. And then after that I was like, Why did I do that? Like just right. accept the compliment and move on. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's
1: because subconsciously we're all thinking like we all think too much. Right? Yeah. We're thinking too much into it. Like we just want to like level the playing field. We don't want someone to be like, You're so pretty, and then you're like, You're so pretty. Like yeah want it to be like no we're both pretty but at yeah. the end of the day we need to just like relax yeah. accept the compliment yeah and give a compliment and move, move on. on right so yeah this definitely sat in my soul because I kind of been thinking about um being intentional with the things that I say mm-hmm. and the things that I say about other people because sometimes like in a joke you'll be like oh my god you're mad dumb yeah but like you don't mean like that person's mad dumb you yeah. might mean they're mad funny or something yeah, yeah. like that yeah yeah so it's just like being conscious of that it's a, it takes hard work like I'm you have not to reprogram yourself completely you have to reprogram forget yourself forget about everything you know yeah and start from new like yeah. it's so hard so it's not something I just like I'm working on it every day and every time it happens like I beat myself up a little bit like come on you, you know you're not supposed to be saying stuff mm-hmm. like this so it's a it's a daily practice.
0: Yeah. I've been living that in my life right now. Like it's funny because the thing I I think that sometimes the things that I say like people hear me and they're like, "Oh, like that's you know what I'm saying? Like Jordan lives in the clouds, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I talk about like intention and like there's energy behind your words, you know. And people right. be like, "Okay, yeah, but like okay, you know what I'm saying? Like Right. Don't take it as serious. Not as serious, but I didn't think people were taking it as serious, but um Like, a couple weeks ago, I was, like, really flustered, and I was trying to make it to a yoga class on time, and the person I was talking to on the phone, like, basically was like, oh, you're not going to make it, you're not going to make it, right? So, I'm hauling ass to get to the yoga (laughs) class. Get there four minutes late, can't find parking. So, I'm like, I can't go and interrupt the class. At this point, I should just turn around and go home. But I was so pissed at him, because I was like, you put all that negative energy into into it, and now I didn't make class, right? Right. So... He like at the time was like I think a little bit confused because he thought it was a joke, but I'm like I took that shit so serious. Right. Following week I say something like oh, it's like applying to a job or something like oh apply, but I don't know if I'm gonna get it or whatever. And he was like you was just talking all that energy <laughs> shit and here you go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, all this stuff is real. It makes sense and like it it has real life implications. It really like if does. you choose to acknowledge the fact that your words have a lot of power.
1: Right. Your thoughts have a lot of power. Yeah. The power of the tongue. I'm telling you. What you say can come to pass. I've said so many things and affirmed them. Mm -hmm. And they've happened. So what makes you think the negative things that you say won't happen? You just have to be super, super careful.
0: Yep. That's why we have these affirmations.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. So moving on to the Unboss. Who who is our Unboss this week? Oh,
1: my gosh. So I, like, love this girl. She's our little little sister. sister. Yeah. And she started a skincare brand. It's called Thin Official Skin. That's their Instagram. And she makes, like, the cutest products. Shout like, out to Joanna. Shout out to Joanna. She's the owner and, like, the seems like the operator of it. And she actually is accepting pre-orders right now on Etsy. She has lip scrubs. She has body scrubs. She has body butters. And her page is just super cute. And we're just, like, super, super proud of her. We think this is, like, really dope. And we she has beautiful skin. Like, yeah. the chocolatiest skin yeah. ever. And, like... I I can't wait to order something. I know Jordan's ordering something too, and we just you know want to lift her up and put her in the light. So you guys could definitely go out and check out her stuff. Mm -hmm. It's been official, and it is it looks. How do you spell it? F I N official skin. Awesome, super cute.
0: Um, and when you order, just you know let her know Goddess Culture sent you.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: So our Goddess uh, talk this week. Um it's about how we like it's about coping and dealing with loss, you know? Um my timeline since last what was that? Last Sunday yeah, uh, has been filled with nothing but nipsey. I know. Um you can't get away from it. You see people grieving publicly. Uh you see the implication of his loss. Um so we wanted to take a minute to just like give you guys a space to feel how you feel about it and to kind of get off our chest, how we feel about it, um, how we deal with loss, how we've experienced loss. Um, and I will wrap up, wrap it up with, um, a resource that you guys can use, uh, when you're experiencing loss and you don't know what to do. Absolutely. So like I said, we've seen a lot of stuff on social media about Nipsey. We've seen a huge outpouring of love. We've seen his friends and family kind of like spilling their hearts out um and saying what he meant to them and you know just how bad it hurts like you know we spend a lot of time talking about how like men don't express themselves right right i've seen so many videos of men crying
1: yeah
0: i've seen so many like captions where people are saying like i'm so hurt i'm so lost i don't know what to do like Mm -hmm. i wish you were here you know and it's like a very vulnerable moment for them yeah you know um and i know right away Lauren London didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people were pressuring her to say anything, but people were definitely watching. Because yeah. as soon as she posted something, like, nine minutes in, there were 300,000 likes. Yeah. Like, I saw a nine minutes after, and I'm like, 300,000 in nine minutes? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, you know? So crazy.
0: It's so crazy. I
1: honestly... Let's just start with the fact that Nipsey's murder was senseless. Super senseless. It was someone who was filled with envy, someone who was clearly filled with rage. Mm-hmm. Because
0: jealousy. And I don't
1: re- recommend this, but I definitely watched the video. Of, I can't do it. Literally, I'll give you guys a synopsis because I don't even recommend anyone else watching it. It's mm-hmm. Like, he like, he was like there, and then he like walked away, and then he like came back and like he like shot at everyone and like i think like a couple people ran because there was a lo- enough people outside where he couldn't shoot at every everybody single, yeah. yeah so some people ran and you could see nipsey's like on the floor and he like shoots him like more in the face and then like the last thing that made me like so disgusted was like he like kicks him
0: yeah i heard
1: so it's like all right was that even necessary? Like so, that,
0: so in that, you see that was personal.
1: Yeah, and you could, like, he was still alive because from the video angle, it's like, you could see the top of Nip- Nipsey's, like, the top of his head. And his head was, like, up. Like, he was all the way down, but his head was, like, up. And you could see, like, him, like, trying to navigate his way, like, yeah. under the car. And when the guy came back, like, he literally went away a little bit and then came back, shot him more, and then kicked him. Yeah. And I'm just like... You're not serious.
0: Yeah, there is so much hate in the world. It's so sad and scary because you never know who's the target of your hate. this you know, uh,
1: It's just terrible. Literally the most dangerous person is someone who like has no regard for like anything. For they, life. For life, yeah. for people, for for anything. They're yeah. just so removed that they just don't care. Because those people they they, they do too much. Mm-hmm. Like this. He just did the most. And yeah. it was so unnecessary. And I don't even think he understood like the implications my, yeah
0: because yeah. i thought about that i'm like when you do something like that and like you know they were calling him neighborhood nip though he's the guy who literally took pe- took neighborhoods yeah. so that white people couldn't gentrify it built it up for his people and try to make it better you know what i'm saying right. he was picking people up off the street giving them clothes giving them food giving them somewhere to live right. like the neighborhood loved him you know what i'm saying right. so you kill someone who's such an icon like that and a pillar in that community what is your, satisf- like, satisfaction? Yeah. What make does that make you feel good? Like, I'm so curious about his thought process, like.
1: Envy, I honestly think. Yeah. he was, but like, like, a rapper. But, like, you do that, but you can't brag about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. And then, I think, not that I agree with this at all, but, like, I think they killed, like, two of his family members. Yeah. Like,
0: and it shot up his girlfriend's house.
1: Like, look at that.
0: Yeah. So, you are not only putting, like, you put other people at risk because you wanted yeah, to be whole an asshole. Your family at
1: risk.
0: Right? So, I just want to tap into, like, Lauren's grief. And I see a lot of people like, you know, rest in peace, Nipsey, whatever. Um, my heart hurts for Lauren. Yeah. And I feel that way because, like, I, I understand why they would feel that way. Because their GQ interview just came out. And, of course, I'm only talking about what I see on social media. I don't know them personally. I can't talk on what their relationship really is. Right. But from the outside looking in, it seems so filled with love. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it seemed like that is who she was meant to be with.
1: Right.
0: And... I can't imagine when you're at a point in your life with your significant other where you are getting it right. Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? Life feels good.
0: Out. Life feels life is good because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is who I'm supposed to be doing life with.
1: Right. You get no
0: time with them. A couple years, you know what I'm saying? Like they've been together for mad long, but they've only been married for a hot second. Right. So you think, you know, I've done all that I need to do to set my life up, to be with the person I love, to live this life the way we need to live it. And then that person is robbed from you. Just talking moments before.
1: Yeah.
0: Hour before. Everything's fine. Joking, laughing. And then his life is taken.
1: Right.
0: No Senseous. explanation. And you know, it, death, is, death hits different when it's all of a sudden.
1: Right. When you don't
0: see it coming, when the person's not sick. Yes. When the, You know what I'm saying? And it's not like he was living his life in the hood, doing the hood shit anymore. He was still in the hood, but he wasn't of it anymore. Right. He
1: was a pillar in the hood.
0: Exactly. So it's like, that's the part I think that rocked everybody to their core. And that's why I just hurt for Lauren so bad. Because I'm like, yeah. I can't imagine getting my, my relationship perfect. And then I think I have the rest of my life with this man. And then he's gone. Like
1: and I can't I I can't even imagine his that. kids, even,
0: like his mother, his father, his sister, his brother, like gone. Like ugh, it's so sad.
1: And the reason we wanted to definitely like highlight this is because we want to discuss, you know, how how we navigate loss and mm-hmm. how we deal with loss, whether it be you're grieving for nipsey which is completely fine because Mm -hmm. although you may not know him personally Mm -hmm. you can still feel a way about what happened because we all know somebody similar or Mm -hmm. we all have a friend who's does that Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it hits home especially for someone who put so much positivity into the world like every interview that nipsey hustle has i kid you not you're taking away at least one gem at least period yeah Always dropping jewels, always saying bye into your community, always staying where he's from. Like, that's where he's from. Slauson is where he grew up. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of celebrities don't usually stay where they grew up. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, dealing with loss, um, especially in the dealing with Nipsey, like I've lost a lot of not a lot, but like a couple people people to, to gun violence and to things like that. And I feel like depending on who you are and how you grieve it can hit you differently yeah um we all know the young black male is a target like a successful black male yeah we have all these these examples of our people being targeted and sometimes it's by the same by our people black on black crimes Mm -hmm. like there was a it was going around that it might have been a conspiracy like that the government may have done it and things like that so it's just it's good to know that we have a person in custody, but also with grieving, I think that I'm not like a big I'm not as emotional as I probably should be because I, you know, I kind of grew up rough around the edges, so I'm more of like a jokester more than I would grieve or like cry or something. I'm not really as emotional as I wish I was. But like something like this, although it didn't I wasn't crying or anything, like it 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 put like a mood like this week was just like all oh, heavy it was very heavy mm-hmm. like everyone was talking about it like i'm telling you the the bus drivers the people in my office like every this hit everyone in a specific way so like how did you grieve throughout this week cuz i kind of just
0: I think like I'm just coming to terms with like the fact that it's real you know what I'm saying yeah because like I said like just last week I was watching their interview and I'm like like I said I love his music so listening to his music like it was regular and then I hear this and like it's one of those things where like I've been alive or like old enough to remember celebrities dying this is the only celebrity news that's hit me and I'm like this shit ain't real Right. This is not, like, someone texted me, like, Nipsey Hussle died. Yeah. I went on my phone and Googled it. I'm like, this cannot be real. Like, you have a wrong, you're looking at an article that ain't real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. I'm like, damn, this shit ain't real. And I literally spent like three days. Like, I cannot believe Nipsey's dead. Like, it don't even sound right. It don't even make sense. And I'm getting like teary eyed thinking about it. Because I'm like, that shit was all of a sudden over nothing. Over nothing.
1: The dumbest thing. You
0: know? And I've been like having conversations recently about like our mortality. And I don't know why it started, but maybe like the last couple of months. About just how fragile life is. And like, I personally don't feel like any one of us should. Like, we shouldn't play God. Mm-mm. We shouldn't have the power of life and death in our hands because that's not fair. It's you know dark. what I'm saying? Like who are we to decide someone else doesn't get to exist anymore? Right. Who do we who are we to decide that like we get to take someone's life away from them, that we get to rob their families and their friends of seeing them, touching them, kissing them, listening to them, you know what I'm saying? Being in their, their, their presence again. Who are we? Right. So this shit like really I don't know. It messed me up. It messed me up. And I still don't think I've processed it fully still. Yeah. Because I don't know what to make of it.
1: No.
0: I really don't know what to make of it.
1: Like, uh, how do we even understand? How do we unpack this? Yeah. Like, how are we going to move forward? I think, um, I think it was Charlemagne. I'm not sure. I don't want to quote anybody specific. But someone said that, you know, we have to heal our community from this. Because all we're going to see from this is more violence basically. So, instead of, you know, killing his family and stuff, we need to, like, get together and figure out how this can never happen again. Yeah.
0: I saw that, like, the gangs in the, in um, California, well, Crenshaw specifically, were, like, coming together for, like, a unity march and a ceasefire. Um, so, I guess, you know, in that neighborhood, people were deciding, you know, now maybe now's not the time to yeah. pull a gun out and retaliate in that way, because look where it got us. Exactly. Um, so, I think maybe... in And... and I also, like, have this weird thing about people posting, like, community service shit on Instagram. Because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, do you want people to just see it for the likes? But for stuff like this, other people do need to see that. Yeah. We should be posting that. Yeah. So that people beyond y'all's neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, get to see that, like, we're not even on
1: that. Yeah. So you don't be on it either. Yeah. We have to highlight it. Yeah. We have to, like, promote positive energy into this world. Because... We need to we need to create a space so that so that people can heal from this because if we don't heal it's going to turn into rage mm-hmm. and from rage who knows where we'll end up more people more blood could be shed yeah more victims more families losing people and I mean ultimately that's not what we need
0: right mm-hmm. now
1: and it's just so sad because he had like a little son and a daughter and a whole family that have to move on without him yeah by at the hands of that man
0: yeah um I would say like when you were talking about spaces to heal from this like I don't know how goddess culture necessarily fits in or how we will but I mean we're gonna think about this and figure it out because we do want to create a space for people to like not bottle it up and say what they have to say and feel what they have to feel Right. but in your own everyday lives I mean I would just suggest like talking it through like I've had an opportunity to like talk it through with the people that I love, you know? And I know, like, a lot of people I love, love Nipsey. Like, my aunt listened to him every single day. So when she found out, like, she didn't find out on social media because she's not really on social media like that. But I knew what he meant to her. And I would have hated for her to, like, see it, He'd be on a train. And someone's like, yo, Nipsey hustle died, and she's
1: yeah. hit with
0: that news. You know what I'm saying? So I called her. And when I called her, that shit hit her like a ton of bricks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I've had a chance to, like, talk to her about it so that she can, like, get it out. Yeah, because at first, like my first, like I found you found out on a on a Saturday, a Sunday, we went. I was with you Monday, so I wasn't at work. Tuesday, I'm at work, and it's like a black company, but like who's listening to Nipsey Hustle there? I have no idea, so I didn't. So I went into work like blasting his music on my headphones the whole day and not wanting to talk to anybody because I don't have anybody to like get that out with. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like I would say talk to the people you love about it, especially if you know, like they were Nipsey fans or whatever. And I will also make sure that, like, watch them in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you see them in your life, like, bottling up rage and emotion, even if it's not you, even if you're not equipped to help them, try, figure out how to find them some help. If it's an older man in your life that can help them out. If it's going to church. If it's talking to a therapist. If it's getting them to out, go to the gun range and shoot it out. Go to the basketball court and play it out. You know what I'm saying? Go to the gym and work it out. But, like, so you're not... So you're being a tool or a resource to them to help them get out the shit that they're keeping in. Because that's, I think, more often than not where this rage and this violence comes from. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I was hurt and I'm keeping it in. And then something triggers it and all of a sudden I have to lash out. I have to hurt somebody because I've been hurt, you know? And I would say another thing is, like, whoever you pray to, pray for these black men. Like, I woke up the next day praying a little harder for the men in my life. Because I'm like, God forbid my brother pissed somebody off so bad that he comes to, you know... He sees my brother driving somewhere and shoots his car up or sees my, my, you know, sees my dad and shoots my dad outside of his job or sees my friends and runs them over with a car because they don't like the way my friends looked at him or my friends talked to him. You know,
1: it's so crazy because when I actually heard about um, Nipsey Hussle passing, I was at the millennial concert and Mm -hmm. I'm at the concert jamming Ashanti's out here. Foolish, Ja Rule, even though I don't really like Ja Rule after the Fire Festival documentaries. And if you haven't watched those documentaries, they're on Hulu and Netflix. They're actually really, really interesting. good. Super yeah. interesting. Like, Anyways, so I was at the Millennial concert and they announced it on the stage. I'm like thrown off completely i'm like this is Mm -hmm. so crazy it kind of it didn't yeah it kind of ruined the whole concert at that point because now i'm just like no this is not real like it can't be real so everyone's on their phone trying to research it and there's no service in prudential yeah so it was just it was just like a moment like it was really just the moment and it was shock it was like sadness but it's like you're already here Mm -hmm. so you got to kind of live in the moment but even afterwards you're just like no, I gotta research this. Like, this can't be real. Yeah. And I think that's what really happens with loss. Is like, especially when you don't expect it, expect it, it's like a sudden shock. Mm-hmm. And depending on the type of person you are, you could go into that shock for weeks. Yeah. You know, if you could go into that shock for minutes or days. So depending on the type of person you are, you really have to know how to heal yourself. Because personally, although I wasn't close to Nipsey, when I go into shock, I know automatically like let me open up the the Bible app because now I need to to really like pray and get my head right because, at that mo at that moment you can feel you can feel like, you could you could feel yourself going into like, just like, like turning inward and like being oh really dark gosh, being really super dark, dark yeah. super down super dwelling like super super sad and when you notice that it's just important to you know begin to do the steps to pull yourself out because it can only get worse once you start going into that into that phase mm-hmm. so yeah it's, yeah. In, it's intense dealing it with is. loss is hard it is
0: um, so we say all that to say we are not therapists and At we, all. you know, told you what we do to cope with things like that based on, you know, ourselves. Yeah. And we're also not saying the way we deal with it is the best way At in all. the world. Um, so we recommend, you know, if you're, you've experienced loss in a way that you don't think you can handle, um, reach out to someone. Even if yeah. it's a friend and you don't know you don't know what you expect your friend to do, they can point you in a direction to get you some help, to get you Absolutely. the help you need. If you're alone, um, there's a hotline that you can call. Um, It's actually the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So they cover, you know, if you're an addict and you want to be cured. But also, if you're going through things that you're not equipped to handle on your own, they will talk you through the moment, the crisis that you're experiencing at the time, and then help point you in the right direction.
1: And just to touch on that, um, self-medicating is not the best idea. Yeah. Alcohol and Drugs. drugs and things like that, if you do it on the side... It's probably not the best time to do it if you're going through or dealing with a loss. Yes. Because I promise you, you won't even feel the alcohol. Yeah. And like, you'll be harming yourself harming like at yourself, that point. You're just going to be drinking yourself into a stupor and just just makes it worse. Right.
0: Um, so if you are experiencing um, this or you know someone who is, um, their hotline is one 800 662 four three five seven or one eight hundred six six two help it's available 24-7, 365 days a year Uh, it's available for english and speak spanish speaking individuals Um, and you uh do not need health insurance to receive these services it's absolutely free of charge Uh, i do not think you have to disclose your identity you do not have to disclose your identity at all Um, they won't ask for any personal information the only thing they may ask is your zip code Um, or, you know, something that may help identify a geographic location. If you are in need of medical assistance right away or police intervention or, you know, someone to help you, you know, specifically where you are, if you need physical, you know, assistance. Um, but yeah, they will point you in the right direction. They will help get you the counseling, the therapy, the advice that you need.
1: And that's that. Once again, RIP Nipsey Hustle and we send our love and prayers out to Lauren London, his son Cam, his daughter, I'm not sure what her name was, and the rest of his family. Yeah.
0: On a lighter note, yes. fresh face this week, um, we're talking about hyaluronic acid. So this is something that I've been interested in using for a while um, I started using Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Moisturizer last summer, which is very nice for the summertime because it's not heavy, but it has hyaluronic acid in it. Um, so I've been basically trying to check the products that I use to see if it has it in there because I really liked how like light it was, how bouncy my skin felt after I used it. Um, so basically, hyaluronic acid is um, a acid that's sometimes used to treat burns. It's used to like Um, for like quick speedy recoveries for topical wounds Um, before you use it in a way that's not how I'm about to specify for your skin consult your doctor Um, I don't want to give you something that's going to like you know if you put it on a wound that it should not be on then something happens you can't blame that on me (laughs) Um, so how I use it is as a serum I use the ordinary brand from Sephora Uh, well it's They sell it at OnSephora.com. You can't get it in stores. But it's like $6 for, excuse me, a pretty good size. I think it's like two, three ounces or something like that, or six ounces. It's the Ordinary brand. How I use it is after I uh, wash my face, tone my face, I put the serum on. Then I put my regular moisturizer and my vitamin E oil on top of it. I use it specifically because I have dry skin, especially around like my nose, my forehead, my eyebrows. Like in the wintertime, I don't know what happens. It sucks the moisture out of my face. And then at night in my apartment, the radiator will dry my like makes the air very dry. So my skin dries out overnight. So, I generally use this at night. Only use it once a day. It's hyaluronic acid. You can get it at Sephora.com. The brand I use is Ordinary, but other products, check your skincare products. They may have hyaluronic acid in them, specifically uh, your moisturizers. But I wanted a standalone serum, so I knew I was getting, like, a lot of the products.
1: I want to try it. Yeah. I already told you I'm going to try it. I'm going yeah. to You can use it um, today. Oh, yeah. I do need to wash my face. <laughs> <laughs> but, um what did you
0: do this week for self-care well i'm gonna talk about what we did, did. this week I wrote that yeah too. um we went to it's pronounced Ade. i was saying air for the
1: longest but I when mean, i it went to air though when i went
0: to check in the lady was like welcome to Ade and i was like excuse me so what oh i thought
1: that was her name no <laughs> <laughs> i was no, so like
0: <laughs> it's a, um thermal at least like ancient thermal baths in new york city um That's i think beautiful. it was started in spain was it the first one was in spain
1: probably
0: I think the first one was in Spain they're ex- European style yeah stuff. they expanded so it was like what six to eight temperatured baths yeah. um, one was like jets one was like a floatarium which is like a, there's a lot of salt in it so you literally float if yeah. anybody knows of sensory de- sensory deprivation it's like the same concept yeah two cold baths one bath that was like 115 degrees which we loved one that was your core body temperature mm-hmm. a steam room that smelled like eucalyptus it was beautiful mm-hmm yeah um salt scrub station yeah and then we got massages because you know we can't just like do the bare minimum <laughs> <You laughs> when we go to the spa. but it was both. so beautiful it smelled so good in there and really we were low-key kind of testing it out because the people who will be joining us in spain they get to go
1: yes it's included in their package we're going to the one in barcelona so we had to try out the one in new york yeah what was your favorite part um first of all the massage wasn't like an intense like like, the like massage place tissue. I usually go to is, like, a yeah. Korean spa massage yeah. place, so it's, like, intense. But this one, he kind of, like, took every bone out my back and, like, put it in the right spot. Mm-hmm.
0: It was, like, to realign, like, to lengthen your muscles, your definitely. your joints. Like, it wasn't, like, a
1: Swedish... Yeah, it was, like, definitely a realigning, realigning massage. And I was appreciative because once I left, I felt like I sat up straight more. Like, yeah. I just felt a little better. I enjoyed the whole... Experience. Experience. Yeah, it was like
0: dark in there, like enough to see, enough light to see, but it was like dark, so it felt cozy. Yeah, you know. And I like that they scheduled it out by time, so it's not like a million people in there at once. Like there are maybe fifty people in the entire thing. Yeah, while we were there,
1: and like even some pools we were in by ourselves. Yeah, and they have three locations: one in Barcelona, one in New York, and one in Chicago. And it's called A I R E. Yes, Ancient Baths. Super super nice. So
0: yeah, that's it. That's episode 49. Thanks for joining us.